Over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. It's time for the Chicago Blackhawks postgame show on the Blackhawks Radio Network. Here's Joe Brand. Response continues to be the biggest trait for this Blackhawks team. They respond from a players-only team meeting on Sunday after falling to the New Jersey Devils with a big road victory, 5-3 to three over the Tampa Bay Lightning. What's on deck next for the Hawks? Winning back-to-back games, but first we're going to recap one of the better wins on the season as the Hawks take down the Lightning and Connor Bedard's first multi-goal and multi-point game of his career. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show. We're taking you up to 9.30 tonight as we recap this Tampa Bay takedown by the Chicago Blackhawks. Three unanswered goals towards the end of the first period, and the Hawks picking up a much-needed win. They improved to 5-7-0 on the year. We'll take your text. We'll take your calls. 312-981-7200. But first, we're going to take the thoughts from our own Troy Murray. He was with John Wideman over at the Amelie Arena on the call for this one. And Troy, this was a game like you, you mentioned, not off to the best start for the Hawks. And even when they tied things up, you felt like, okay, it was still going to be an uphill battle. But they quickly turned the game on its head, and they were able to settle things down, kind of limit Tampa Bay. They got a lot of help from their goaltending. But this was just another team-friendly victory, a lot of different people pitching in. Excellent victory. Goaltending was great. you got to start right from that side of the equation. Mrazek did what he needed to do early on. He made some spectacular saves to keep this game close. And, and maybe it's one of these things where... You get Tampa off a long road trip and they come back and they're just not focused to play a full 60 minutes. They got off to a good start. They did have some energy, but the Hawks were able to hang into this game. And then those three goals late in the third period, late in the first period, you probably didn't see that coming. Um, but I think it really just took the, the life out of Tampa and, and they started the second period well. They shut up, shut down the neutral zone. Um, so a lot of the things that was kind of a little bit scrambly and, and unsure in the, in the uh, first half of the first period. Really kind of solidified the last 50 minutes. And they worked hard. This is a good team. They battled hard. I thought the matchups in this game were good. You lost Tenorti, so now you're down to five defensemen. You lose Athanasius, so you're switching line combinations. I think everybody was really engaged in this game. Yeah, that's another big part to take away from this game, losing Tenorti, Athanasiu, and then even Taylor Hall towards the end of the game. Yeah, Taylor Hall, you're right. So, you know, they could be down three guys going in that game Sunday afternoon, but they do have some options um, with Kachuk and and Reese Johnson. And uh, you you look at uh, Colin Blackwell, an opportunity for him to maybe come back. He's been skating full-time here the last little while, and they might have to make a a roster adjustment if he comes back. But at the same time, if you get some injuries here that uh, could be of any length, uh, you can make some moves here and, and not really do anything. I think the Hawks played better in the final 40 minutes than the game I'm about to compare this one to, and that's the win against Florida. But it it just reminded me of it because they built a lead, they built a comfortable lead, so then that Florida and tonight Tampa was in the position where, where they were playing a little bit desperate. But it just goes to show you, Troy, when this team can get off to a good start or at least outplay a team for a period or a certain period and, and take advantage of the mistakes. I know you were saying Tampa was sloppy in the first period, but I mean, it's good to see the Hawks taking advantage of that because they've had such stiff competition at the beginning of the year. It's, it's good to see them 
take advantage of, of mistakes that other teams are making for once. Yeah, if you look at the Blackhawks, they've kind of stuck with what is, is working for them for a lot of these wins that they've been involved in. And when they've, they haven't won games, they've gotten away from you know the identity of this team. They've got some young guys with some veteran guys mixed on the back end. You've got some inexperience but talent up front with some veteran players. And I, I thought a guy like Corey Perry and Felino were great in this game. And that's why you brought these guys in there to help into this kind of a situation where these young guys can look at the veteran players, how they play. I, I thought Entwistle was, was really good in this game. Dickinson was, was really good. Uh, you know, the guys that play roles on this group uh, really did a nice job, and I, I think that that's what they have to build on. I think that the accountability was in the lineup here tonight. I didn't see anybody, you know, taking shifts off or not making plays. They battled hard. This is a really good team that they faced, and they, they met the challenge. And, boy, you know, great goaltending and a 5-3 to three win here. You take that any day. It's been quite a while for the Blackhawks since they beat Tampa. I think Tampa had won the last eight in a row. Um, so this is a big game for the Blackhawks to to come here and, and win. And, and certainly because the mothers are here as well, it makes it that much more special. Did we see the most impressive game from Connor Bedard so far? I think overall, yeah, yeah, I, I think he did. And he could have easily had more than the four points that he did. He was really involved offensively. And, boy, when he gets the puck, he makes things happen. And I talked about it in the third period. From here, it's easy to see. When when you played against a guy like Wayne Gretzky or Mario Lemieux, the, the great guys who... who know how to play the game when they get in the offensive zone they freeze defensemen they they force the defenseman to kind of go through about three or four thoughts in their head like do i go to him do i not what is he doing is he drawing me out of position is he going to shoot Connor bedard one time walked into the middle of the ice area and he looked like he was going to shoot two or three times the defenseman who was kind of shadowing in there you know started to go into the blocking the shot position well now all he needs is another step and then he takes a shot good opportunity but that's what he does to defensemen that's what good players do to the guys who are trying to defend them they really put them on their heels and when you're on your heels you have that much more success and I really saw that from from Bedard in this game where he had the puck and he was in control and he knew what he wanted to do he was feisty he was involved he won a battle behind the net with Victor Hedman got to the front of the net on the side of it and he was able to get his first goal of the game in that fashion and that's a really good sign that he's, he's fighting up against a guy who's about 60 pounds heavier than he is wins the battle and gets positioned in front of the net to score the goal. Youngest Hawk with a multi-goal game. Real impressive stuff. And Well, now that the mom's got a taste of a win, there's no way they're going to settle for anything less. So you just might as well go ahead and sweep the, the road trip now. Four four in a row now for the mothers. Right. And, uh, boy, they, they've got bragging rights right now over <laughs> the, the papas, that's for sure. Absolutely. I don't, I don't think they're going to budge. They might just hang out on the plane, and you're <laughs> yeah. going to have to pry them off those seats. Uh, all right, Troy, fun stuff. Good win. Have uh, have fun down in Sunshine State, and we'll talk to you in a couple of days. We'll talk to you on Sunday. All righty. Sounds good. That All is, right. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. That is Troy Murray, Ian John Weideman on the call. As the Hawks take down the Tampa Bay Lightning 5-3 down at the Amelie Arena. A lot to talk about this one. Probably Connor Bedard's best game as a Blackhawk so far. Nearly had a hat trick. Kevin Korchinski picks up his first goal of his Blackhawks career, and it looks like we're going to hear from Kevin Korchinski, who is chatting with the media. So all that and more coming up next. We'll take your calls. We'll take your texts. 312-981-7200. I know the Bears are on, but... This might be a little bit more positive, so uh, feel free to tune in with us until 9.30. And then plus you got Hamp OB and Andy Mazur with uh, 
the Bears postgame show coming up right after this, so it's a perfect transition. So you get your positive, and then you get your Bears therapy session right after that. 312-981-7200. We'll take your calls. We'll take your texts. Hawks beat, Hawks beat the Lightning 5-3 here on 720 WGN. Tie up the game 1-1. That was one of two goals for Connor Bedard tonight and the first of four points. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show. We're taking you up to 9.30 tonight here on 720 WGN Radio. And our player with the most heart, which is sponsored by Northwestern Medicine, which is home to the state's leading heart and vascular program, top ranked for 16 straight years by U.S. News and World Report. We'll go ahead and give it to Connor Bedard, who becomes the youngest Blackhawk with a multi-goal game and the youngest Blackhawk with a multi, I should say, with a four-point game since Alex Dabrinkit did it in 2018. He joined some very quality company with Alex Dabrinkit, Artemi Panarin, Brent Seabrook, and Patrick Kane for rookies with four points in a contest. Bedard nearly got the hat-trick goal. He fed uh, a shot right in front of the net to where Corey Perry was there to redirect it in, giving the Hawks a 5-2 lead. But again, this was just a solid team victory. Um, It is rough losing guys like Tenorti, Athanasiu, and Taylor Hall in this one. Um, Tenorti left in the second period. Athanasiu left at the beginning of the third period. Hall left at the bottom of the third period. So we'll uh, hopefully hear from Luke Richardson before this postgame show wraps up and get an update for you on those guys. Because, listen, losing anyone on this Hawks team is definitely pivotal because the depth has probably been the biggest difference from last year to this year. Guys like Tenorti and Athanasiu are kind of down towards the bottom, but they're still very useful. In fact, again, Tenorti's a guy that the Hawks will place in when they face some of the heavier teams like Vegas, Boston, Colorado, here tonight in Tampa. Uh, But Taylor Hall, man, you would just really like to see him get some consistent rhythm of playing, and he's already had a couple of setbacks at the beginning of this year. So another one would be somewhat detrimental. Um... Ironically, though, Hall, since being moved off of that top line uh, due to injury, it's been Nick Foligno, Connor Bedard, and Philip Kurishev that have been finding a lot of chemistry tonight. Let's see, just quick math. I mean, Bedard had four points today. I know Nick Foligno had three. How many did Philip Kurishev had? He had none. So seven points from that top line, and that's one guy not even having a point in Kurishev. But uh, you really like to see that chemistry. You like to see that connection because... That's something that you want Connor Bedard to feel comfortable and confident with at the early stages of the year. And I asked that question to Troy Murray was this the most impressive performance from Connor Bedard? Because you saw him performing and succeeding in different ways. It wasn't just his shot tonight, it was him finding the right play. That pass to Tyler Johnson, I, I almost, when it was happening live, I didn't love it. I thought, no, don't pass it, shoot it there. We've We've heard. Luke Richardson talk about the two-on-one and when it takes you that long to just go ahead and shoot it. I think that's when there's a defenseman somewhere in the mix there when it was just kind of a dart and Johnson on that play, but it ended up being the right play. And the feed to Perry, again, he's looking for the right play. He's looking for the best opportunity to score. It looks like Bedard's chatting with the media, so hopefully we'll hear from him as well, who just had an electric night. And that's exactly what you want to see um, progress through the year. I mean, he's he's still finding his stride. He's still finding his consistency 
and he just put up a four-point night. I mean, these are the nights that we were anticipating, waiting for, and it happens here in the 12th game of the season. So great to see tonight, and again, great response. This is now the third straight week that we're talking about the Hawks responding to a rough loss. Now, you ask anyone in that dressing room, and they are first to mention, okay, it's one thing to have a great response, but we want back-to-back wins. We want to put together wins. We don't want to just bounce back from a rough loss. So it's going to be quite a test on Sunday against the Florida Panthers because don't forget, Hawks had one of their big wins against Florida. It was at the United Center, so I'm guessing the Panthers are going to be very eager to get some redemption on the team that just kind of wax them over at the United Center. But uh, th- that's going to be a tough challenge. But for the time being, great win, great response, great team effort, another solid performance by Peter Mrazek, uh, really helping the Hawks out in the second period. I do want to get to some texts. Again, if you'd like to call or text us, 312-981-7200. We're taking this postgame show up to 930 right after that. It's going to be the Bears postgame show with Hampo B and Andy Mazur, so feel free to stick around for that. Um, from the 505 area code, once again, goaltending carried the day. So happy. Jimmy Waite earning his paycheck. Bedard didn't disappoint. Corey Perry was a great pickup. One week till Leo descends onto the United Center. That's our buddy Leo from Albuquerque. That's right. He's on his way to Chicago to check out a Hawks game. And pleased with the goaltending once again. I mean, how solid has Peter Mrazek been this year? It was such a conversation last year, the consistent and successful goaltending, and a big reason why the Hawks were in so many games. That has continued for the most part, but definitely for Pina Mrazek. Soderblom has also been impressive, not as impressive as Pina Mrazek, but you just talk about a huge swing in this game if Mrazek doesn't have the night he has. As As Troy mentioned, Tampa was pretty frustrated towards the end. Uh, they got sloppy towards the end of the first period. They weren't ever to, weren't ever able to kind of find their rhythm, and you got to give credit to the Hawks on that. And I do think you can't just say, "Oh, they come away with a two goal lead after the first period because Tampa was sloppy." I know that was Troy's assessment, but for how much we talk about how difficult the schedule is, and how the Hawks can't catch a break with who they're facing, and how solid the teams are that the Hawks face that you can't make a mistake because that team is going to capitalize on it it's good to see them taking advantage of mistakes by the other team even if it is a solid team like Tampa that's what you want to see that's I think today was again another example this is just like the Toronto game and the Vegas win and the Florida win where it shows what the team is capable of when they all pitch in together and they're all pulling from the same rope Unfortunately, this is what it takes more than often to pull out these types of wins. And a three-goal lead doesn't hurt either, right? It it turns the other team into a desperate mode, uh, trying to just turn things around as quickly as they can. And that works to the Hawks' advantage so much. And that's why when the tables are turned and the Hawks find themselves down by a couple of goals or three goals, it is so difficult for getting them for them to get back up for air because the other team on paper is just so much more able to control the pace of the game and slow things down. Uh, from the 847 area code, I'm listening right now to the broadcast. So excited to hear Hawks win tonight. This is awesome. Longtime Hawks fan from the south side in Bridgeport. I'm now living in Maui. 
listening to you guys on the radio live stream in my car. Have a good night. Well, that is cool. Uh, safe travels, Maui driver. 773 area code, great goaltending and great team win. Bedard was outstanding. From the 708, great listening to Troy complaining Vlasic tonight. I think he, he means complimenting. Uh, he was a pleasure to watch, and number eighty, uh, number 98, too, meaning Bedard. That is Mike from Oakland. Well, thank you very much, Mike, for chiming in. But yeah, once again, solid effort from the entire team. This is what you want to see the Hawks do more often. This is what we saw a lot of last year, and it would just be great to see everything that gets talked about from when Luke Richardson calls out the team or the players have a player-only meeting, or the players are vocal in the post-game scrum after a rough loss, if they could put their actions to their words, and I think tonight was an example of that, now it's just a matter of continuing that. And and these players will even tell you, too, that it's not so much always about just picking up the wins. Obviously, that's what they're going for. Obviously, that's what they're going to be most satisfied with. But they're also very clear that it's how they get those wins how the performance looks. So we'll see how it continues. And again, it'll be a a big challenge on Sunday, a day game against the Florida Panthers. You know what's funny? I feel like Troy is always the person who talks about those trap home games during the day on the weekend because sometimes the home team comes to the rink. It's your, you know, leisurely. It's not like you got to get there for morning skate. You're not on your regular routine. Uh, You're at home. You're with your family. Uh, They think it's like, oh, it's like an off day. No, no, actually, I got to go to the rink. I got to play a game. So you're not totally as focused sometimes when you're at home for those games as you would be for on the road because you're on your road game routine and you're at the hotel. You don't have your normal situation at home. So keep that in mind because, again, I I remember when Troy uh, brought that up once for a home day game uh, for the Blackhawks. We'll see if... uh, they can be the beneficiary of that. We're taking you up to 930-312-981-7200. We'll take your calls. We'll take your texts. We're hoping to hear from a few of the Blackhawks in the dressing room after this 5-3 win over the Tampa Bay Lightning. This is the Blackhawks postgame show, 720 WGN. Blackhawks tie things up 2-2. Two two. They would go on to score four unanswered goals. That was the start of it. And they take down the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight. 5-3 for their fifth win of the year. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show. We're taking you up to 9.30 tonight. Again, we'll take your calls. We'll take your texts. Kevin Korczynski, his first goal of the year, his fourth point of the year. And again, a four-point night for Connor Bedard, a three-point night for Nick Felino, and a good response victory as the Hawks take down the mighty Tampa Bay Lightning and uh, earn their fifth win of the year. They come back from the loss against the New Jersey Devils on Sunday, and they start off the mom's trip with a victory. As it was uh, happy days, obviously the moms very thrilled to get on the plane and do the whole thing. And uh, they were actually at practice before the team left on Wednesday at Fifth Third Arena. And they're already getting into mom's trip mode, just being excited and congregating with each other. And uh, just always a cool little touch that the Hawks do. So uh, always great to see when the team responds with a victory uh, as the organization does this thing now every year i should say every other year last year was the dad's trip this year the mom's trip it all picked up after covid this was actually the first mom's trip since covid but uh, again great to see the players uh, reward the moms with the victory tonight and one more game to go on the road trip on sunday against the florida panthers uh 
I also want to bring up that Colton Dock made his debut with the Rockford Icehogs, and he's uh, been making quite an impression lately. Seems like he's just playing the role, didn't pick up point in his first game, but uh, we did get some reports from Mike Fulta, the voice of the Rockford Icehogs, uh, down there in the Hawks AHL affiliate, and uh, Anders Sorensen also head coach of the Rockford Icehogs, very complimentary of Colton Dock's play, and I think he's a guy that impressed a lot of people during training camp and uh, leading up towards uh, the where am I going? The prospect camp and uh, the prospect showcase, and just another piece in this Blackhawk system that they're hoping can be very implemental down the road. Troy and mentioned how they bring in guys like Felino and Perry, and how great of a game they had tonight, and how that can rub off on the younger players tonight, and that players only team meeting the other night is all in an effort to just create a good structure and a good foundation for what they want this team to do in the future because it's not just Connor Bedard that's going to turn this whole thing around. It's going to take an entire organization. And with the depth that they now have in the farm system at the NHL level and then with the upcoming draft picks as well, uh, they're hoping can... uh, can definitely make an impact. Let's hear from Kevin Korczynski, who scored his first NHL goal tonight. So is that how you drew it up for your first one? Yeah, obviously. Um, took a lucky bounce, but I'll take it. Obviously, first goal, a uh, special moment. Obviously, it's cool having uh, my mom here to see it. So um, just kind of adds to it. It's, uh, it's good that we got the win, too. It makes it more special. Do you know what was yours from the start, or did you have to ask um, if anyone got it? Yeah, obviously. Um, saw it, I was aiming for uh, Twisty's uh, stick and saw it back door, and it hit something, so I didn't know if it hit that or it or something, but um, I was just happy it went in the net originally. Is that part just throwing it at the net and things can often happen? Um, like in your mentality? Yeah, obviously you tried to go far side just because it's more dangerous, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a pretty, pretty lucky play to hit a skate or something and go in, so... Um, Twisty is Mackenzie Entwistle, and again, good on John Weideman, who had the call of that goal from Kevin Korczynski, read it the entire way, because it did look like it it would have gone off Entwistle, but it instead went off a Tampa Bay Lightning skate, and gives Kevin Korczynski his first NHL goal. One more break, and we'll wrap up this Blackhawks postgame show as they take down the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight, 5-3, Blackhawks Hockey, 720 WGN. And the Blackhawks taking on the Florida Panthers Sunday afternoon. That is our next game preview, which is sponsored by Plumbers 911 Chicago, where they do it right the first time. Remember, the Hawks took down the Florida Panthers last week at the United Center, so now they're trying to sweep the season series. Not going to have enough time for Luke Richardson, but a quick update that there is no official update on Jared Tenorti and Andreas Athanasiu, who both left this game. Or Taylor Hall, who also left the game late in the third period, but Hall was ambulatory after the game. Richardson suggested it looked worse on the ice than it did after the game. Getting that from Mark Lazarus of The Athletic on Twitter. We do have sound from Connor Bedard, the number one star tonight after a four-point night. Let's hear from the 18-year-old. Um, it was good. I mean, I think our team overall, I think kind of the first 10 minutes, they were really possessing the puck. and. I thought we showed good patience, and and obviously we kind of wait for for their mistakes, and um, kind of all the all the points. I feel like other guys did did great things, and I got the benefit. So it was, it's obviously nice getting on the score sheet, but there's a lot that goes into it. Does trip Kucher up in a neutral zone like that, and you've looked up to him? Was that was that kind of fun? Um, I don't know. I mean, I really thought about it. I think some of the guys were saying something about it, but I mean, yeah, someone 
I love watching one of my favorite players to watch, and uh, tonight he could have five, six points like like every night. So it's it's fun to play against a guy like him, and um, yeah, I guess it's it's cool. Did uh, hat, hat trick ever enter your mind? Um, I mean, I guess like you play, you always want to score when you're out there, and um, but I wasn't trying to force anything or, or whatever. But uh, if it came, obviously that would have been would have been great. You made a habit of games like this in juniors. Did you feel like you had this in you coming soon? Did you feel like you were close to a game like this? Um, you never know. I mean, I think it's just kind of sticking with it. And um, I felt like there was games I might have created more than this and had zero points or whatever. It's just kind of how things things go sometimes. But uh, obviously it feels good to get on the score sheet. Again, Connor Bedard with a four-point night, his first multi-point game, his first multi-goal game, two goals and two assists, the number one star. Peter Mrazek, the number two star with 30 saves, and Nick Foligno, the number three star with three assists. Blackhawks Hockey has been sponsored by Sitco. When you start with Sitco, you're good to go. United Airlines, your Chicago and Northwest Indiana Hyundai dealers. Plumbers 911 Chicago, where they do it right the first time. And Northwestern Medicine. Big thanks to all the help we got here at the WGN Studios, our production crew of Brendan Rook and Jack Heinrich. Along with our engineer, the captain, Brett Jackson. And another big thanks to John Weideman and Troy Murray, who had the call out in Florida. For everyone that I mentioned, I'm Joe Brand. David Jennings has your news next. After that, it's John Landecker. Camp and OB come up after that. We'll talk to you on Sunday when the Hawks visit Florida. Until then, have a great rest of your Thursday night. You've been listening to Chicago Blackhawks Hockey on Blackhawks Radio, 720 WGN. Streaming on WGNRadio.com and smart devices everywhere.